and welcome to episode four of Late Arrivals. Um, living up to the name again, you know, <laughs> two weeks only two weeks late this time. Um, you know, off the hop, uh, you know, I'm Jake, I'm joined by uh Lewis and Chris today. Um, it's just uh, just the three of us. Hello, <laughs> um, first things first, uh, Connor's not joining us this week, he's just coming back from vacation, so he's uh, you know. He's at home resting. He he had a long travel day coming back home from from Europe. So yeah. Understandably, we're letting him rest. He slept all day today. So exactly. <laughs> um and um Annie's getting her podcast, her personal podcast started again. Um, so her availability with us has changed a little bit. Uh so for the foreseeable future, it's probably gonna be the four of us, but you know. Whenever she can pop in, we're gonna we're gonna all get back together and you know keep bringing content for you guys. Um, the other thing off the hop I wanted to say was uh, a couple weeks ago we found out that a fellow Ducks fan um, we don't know if a lot of you guys know him, but um, Dwayne who was on Twitter and Instagram a lot, um, probably seen him around Honda Center. If you go to games and you're a local fan, um, he unfortunately passed away at the beginning of June. Um, I just felt it'd be right, you know, just to say, you know, we feel for his family and, you know, hope they're doing well. Um, I didn't have much of a relationship with Dwayne, but, you know, he, he was a big part of my early days on Twitter with the Ducks, um, yeah. getting into yeah. hockey. Uh, it wasn't for Dwayne. I, I never would have had the courage to go to Honda Center and try and get my, my jersey signed. Um, you know, I, talked about that in our first episode and how, you know, that was a key memory for me getting back into hockey. And, you know, if it wasn't for his DMS, you know, telling me, Hey, you know, just be respectful, show up. And, you know, as long as you treat the players well, you know, they're going to treat you well. And um, I think I speak for everybody saying that it's, you know, it's a shame um, that not a lot of people, new um and i i understand that you know his family wants to keep that private but you know he touched a lot of lives and you know just wish the best for his family yeah and i didn't know him i didn't know him like personally but just on like social media and stuff and everyone has you know good things to say about him all the time he just he seemed like a really good dude so yeah we're all thinking about his family yeah yeah Seemed like a nice guy, you know, sad, right? Yep. Well, to transition into what we missed over the last week, um, a free agency kicked off, and the first day was not as big as it's been in years past, but there was a lot of activity. Um, you know, notably with the Ducks, we saw Frank Vertrano get signed uh, three years, just over uh, three mil. Ryan Strom got signed five by five. We saw, uh, you know, our 10th overall pick get signed to his entry level contract, you know, minty boy. Yup. Minty fresh. Um, you know, nothing too big out of the ducks. Um, you know, what were you guys thoughts? Uh, I know I was a fan of the Vetrano signing. Um, he, he seemed like a player that Rangers fans were kind of unhappy to lose. Um, yeah. Strom, Strom was kind of, I saw mixed things, um, <laughs> you know, 
between Ryan sending us the video of him missing a bunch <laughs> of empty nets and Rangers fans it? saying, Hey, have fun. He's your problem now. But what, um, what was it like 10 minute video of him just missing open nets? <laughs> it was at least five minutes. It, it was pretty long for, for a Twitter video. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind the Strom signing. I was a little, little iffy on the, on the term, you know, five years is little, little weird, but I mean, what can you do, really? I really like the Vetrano signing. That one surprised me. I didn't even know that we were we were in on that. You know, usually you hear stuff like, "Oh, this player." There's rumblings that he could go to this team and this team. The Ducks were never linked to Vetrano like at all. So, but that's a pretty good one. I, I'm excited to see him with the Ducks and see where he plays in the lineup. Yeah, um, I'm not too crazy about the five years about Brian Strome, but. Pat Verveek's been talking about how he's a good leader and a good locker room guy. And since Getsy's no longer here, I guess we're going to need some leadership around these parts. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Around these parts. <laughs> uh, Frank Petrano, I like that signing. I didn't. I mean, I don't think anybody knew that we were in on him. So he's basically the anti-Sunny Milano. Like yeah. he, he plays defense. <laughs> so, so, so what you're saying, Lou, is that Strom is going to be the next captain? Yes or no? <laughs> Before he even plays a game, he's he's got the C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I give those signings about a B. I mean, yeah, that's what I. That's pretty much what I. Nothing what I was real saying. sexy, but no sexiness bad. here. It's not yeah. earth shattering, but at the same time, like when you, you have to spend <laughs> to at least get to the the floor, like mm-hmm. we'll take whatever contracts we can get. Um, you know, as long as they're within reason. Uh, yeah. I, I do agree that you know five years is a lot, but the one thing that I think we've talked about in our group is you know at, at nauseum is by the time he gets to that back end of the deal there are guys that are going to be off the books hell those guys might be off the books this year for b starts trying to offload contracts mm-hmm. putting you know if you put silverberg on long-term ir or sends him to like an arizona to give them cap relief which i don't think he would do but you yeah. know like yeah. a lot of you can tell that there's at least some thought into it what's yeah. gonna what like yeah. things are gonna be like in the back years and not just hey we need someone to we just need someone with a pulse to play right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Henrik's name is coming back up now, too. I, for the life of me, can't find where Dave Pagnota is saying these things, but I just <laughs> trust that he's saying them someplace. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. His The blog on fourth period doesn't get updated a lot, um, at least with, like, the headlines I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it might be true it might not who knows yeah <laughs> stay tuned uh the other big thing to come with the ducks news is Verbeek in his gm availability yesterday which again i i don't even know when any of that was announced so living up to the the ducks uh standard of announcing things um but he pretty much was just saying that you know they're looking to target more in free agency still and not go out and swing big trades. Um, I I don't mind that. I mean, 
we still yeah. we we still need to spend so yeah eventually Everyone... there's going to be another someone signed down down the road that's probably going to get a couple of years too many just to just to help kind of bottom us out but yeah i'm hoping that everyone that uh you know hit the panic button uh read that whole article about what he said so <laughs> you're still gonna panic no matter what yeah <laughs> sadly well switching gears here we'll go to a team that did the opposite of what we did day one and go to the red wings who signed pretty much everyone everyone um <laughs> you know, most notably uh David Perron, uh, defenseman Oli Mata, defenseman Ben Sherratt. Uh, they did land one of the big names in Vili Husso off of the goalie market, which pretty good move. Um, yeah, I don't know what the Blues are doing, really. Like, you, you want to roll with Pennington still? <laughs> I mean, hey, he's the guy that won you the cup, and he's, <laughs> he's a pretty good water bottle thrower. So That's true. That's true. He's You're paying for, for a multi-talented athlete there. Yeah, especially for uh, you know it being empty, he's got a lot of zip on it, so got to give him credit there. He, he must watch a lot of the major <laughs> league wiffle ball. You know, he looks like he looks like he can throw light objects pretty pretty well. He's a big John Boy fan, and he watches their warehouse blitz ball stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, let's see what's next. Kadri uh, still hasn't signed, which is probably the biggest news out of out of anything. Um, yep. Him, John Klingberg, um, Nino Niederreiter. I mean, they're they're lumping PK Subban in there as a as a big name remaining. So you know, we're getting to that point of free agency where it's like, hey, remember this guy that was good, you know, six years ago? Uh, he's still available. How how come the team hasn't gotten him for his leadership? Yeah, yeah, but it sounds like Nas wants to go to a contender, and yeah, that's what start. came out the other day, huh? Yeah. The Ducks aren't really there yet, but Definitely I hope Pat <laughs> sells them on the fact that they're going to be a contender in a few years. Yeah, like come play with Zegras. Crazier things have happened. They're a playoff team, I think. If if Nas comes to the Ducks this year, they're they're a playoff team. I think so. I think team. so. Yeah, for sure. I think the big thing with that though is we have to at least get one more guy that can score. Mm-hmm. Um as much as I want to say they're a playoff team this year, you, you need someone – you need one, at least one more guy. Like, yeah. Vitrano, if he slots in with Zegers, I, I wouldn't hate that. It's probably going to happen for a game, and then, you know, we're going to get Derek Grant back on the first <laughs> line because that's just that's just the Dallas Akins way of yeah, doing things. But He's going to get bored, and he's going to know we're happy. I feel like as long as they get one more guy that can at least put the puck on the net and not miss, um, at least makes the attempt. I think that, yeah, you know, Z Z will take a step again this year. Mm-hmm. I hope Terry doesn't regress, but you know, if, as long as we don't have another uh, COVID outbreak that derails the season like last year did, like that, <laughs> I I. I didn't have high expectations for, for the ducks last year, but it did kind of suck that all that progress we made at the beginning of the year gets ended by yeah, just life. I mean, <laughs> COVID is just a fact of life nowadays. Yeah. But... And then everything just snowballed with like Dallas Aikens is the uh, roster construction and yeah, or it was, 
it was just like the momentum got lost when yeah. you lose all those guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were they were so much fun too up until you know the COVID stuff had to stop the league for like what was it two weeks? Yeah, it was week and a half, two weeks, something yeah. like that. And then right after that, I felt like the Ducks like never won. <laughs> there was just nothing, no life, and they just they weren't in it. Dallas Aiken started to hate Sonny Milano for whatever reason and put yeah. them in the third line and whatnot. Hey, and now we have no Sonny. We got another Frank, though. We got another Frank. We we meet the Frank quota. Um, <laughs> I just kind of feel like, like I said, you just need at least one more guy that can score and at least someone that can play decent defense. Mm-hmm. And then I'll believe that we can push for a playoff spot but with teams like i mean vegas is probably going to be good next year um barring some jack eichel curse you know manifesting itself it is traded way max patcheretti to carolina so that's a big loss is that where we want to go next? Uh, <laughs> Vegas being Vegas. Vegas well, I was gonna, say, I was gonna say at least Verbeek uh, did state that he's still gonna try to get a defenseman and another forward. Yeah, give me fuel, give me fire, give me Nino Nina Ryder. I was setting you up for that, Lou, and I'm so glad you took it without even has no. There was no hesitation. You just jumped right into that one. Read your mind, Bucko. That was, that was, that was hot. I wouldn't Very hate. Hot. A Phil Kessel, yeah, I signing said that before that would be so awesome. <laughs> is Kessel a free agent or is he yeah. he's still under contract? Yeah, he's a free agent. I feel like I he wouldn't... wants to sign with the contender though. At this point, I, I heard feel... Predators, and that would Ugh. that would make me sick to my stomach having to see him wear that jersey. I feel like he would want to go to a contender, but that would just be so much fun. Have, have Phil Kessel on the line with Zegris. Yeah. <laughs> just two complete polar opposites. Just yeah. it, it, it'd be a match made in heaven. Because you get his sweater so fast. Same. Same. I would I would get the orange one with him on the back. Yep. <laughs> so quick. Just yep. an instant cop. Yeah. But he, I mean, he's old and slow now, but he still has a shot. Like just watching him here in Arizona. Like he's still has such a nice slap shot, wrist shot. Like, he's still effective, you know? He just – he might need to be pushed <laughs> on the ice to help him get, you know, back and forth. Get him on the seal. There you go. Push him, Z. <laughs> yeah. uh, next, uh, the Iowa Senators, for once, actually do something good and fleece two teams. I mean, we can't we can't be we can't applaud them too much because the Blackhawks are pretty much trading everybody right now. But yeah, they land Alex Debrinket in a trade, which had a bit of an underwhelming return, according to Twitter. The you know the the only source of valid information and in yeah. news reporting. But I mean that that that's huge for Ottawa. Um, I think as morbid as it is, I've seen a lot of people saying that Melnick finally being out of Dorian's hair is finally kind of opening things up for Ottawa. Um, not only getting to brink it, but they signed hometown boy, Claude Giroux. They 
trade away Matt Murray to the Leafs uh, because Kyle Dubas needed his Sue Greyhound for the year. Um, <laughs> and they replaced him with Cam Talbot, who, you know, isn't a world beating goalie, but he's still a good goalie. Um, you know, after his years in Edmonton, you know, everyone thought he kind of was done and then had those great seasons in Calgary moves to Minnesota kind of, kind of wasn't the guy for a while and you know say what you will about bill garen saying he didn't need to do shit about him but <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> that's kind of what ottawa needs right now is a guy that's bit oh i can't say he's been there before you know Mur- that, that was what they said that's what they said with murray yeah um, yeah and exactly. it really didn't it, it didn't show um but i think that's an upgrade considering yeah. where Murray's been the last couple of years and you can't really blame Murray. He's been injured. You know, those two back-to-back cups probably had a lot of wear and tear on his body. And you yeah. couple that with his dad passing away and it, it it's tough being an athlete. And I, I, I figure, you know, going through hell and back to win two cups and then having your dad pass away can just, you know, fuck with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's crazy seeing Ottawa doing things that are productive and actually you know, looking like they're going to be good next year. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm really excited for them. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I think they're a playoff team. They have to be. Yeah. Within the within their division, uh, you have Toronto because they're in big three: Leafs, uh, Lightning, Panthers. Ooh, and Boston. Well, yeah, Boston. and Boston. And you got well, Montreal. Montreal's like always hit or miss. And then Yeah, Montreal's gonna be bad next year. And then Buffalo and <laughs> Buffalo could be sneaky good next year. Maybe. They're, they're kind of yeah. doing things the right way. Oh Owen Power looked really good to end the year. Mm-hmm. So he he didn't have a lot of high hopes when he got drafted, and everyone kind of laughed at Buffalo sticking to their guns and saying, No, this is what we wanted. Yeah. But he played well. You know, getting Olafson back two years is pretty good. He's pretty much been one of their, you know, top offensive threats, especially when Eichel went down, you know, with mm-hmm. his with his neck injury. But adding, you know, Tuck and Krebs last year in the Eichel deal really kind of put a shot in the arm of the Sabres. So I I think you're gonna see them and in, in Ottawa maybe gun it out for that wild card spot in the East. Yeah. I'm excited to see uh, a full season for the Sabres with uh, Krebs and Dylan Cousins. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot Cousins was was playing yeah. last year, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that'll be kind of cool to see, see what they can. I've been saying probably for the last six years, though, oh, this is the year the Sabres are going to make the playoffs. So I'm not saying anything this year. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wrong too much. I'm just not even going to talk about that team. So, I mean, you get to that point where you almost feel like they have to at some point. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta hit at least one. <laughs> yeah. And as long as you're vague with it and you just keep saying, "Oh, hey, you know, this is the year." <laughs> you don't have to say for what. You don't have to say that they're gonna win the cup. You say, hey, "This is the year that they make it to the playoffs." Yeah. Yeah. And they're coming out with the Buffalo Head sweater, I think, this upcoming season. Yeah, that's what that's what we're hearing, and I'm. Uh... Very I'm instantly gonna get I'm gonna try to get that. That's gonna be dangerous. When those come out, they have to bring Anchor Bar back in in Anaheim. Please. Please. <laughs> Need to go get some pizza logs in our in our Sabres jerseys. You know, 
because I I know for a fact this this coming year I want to at least get one or two of the reverse retros that are coming because uh, mm-hmm. I was thoroughly mad that I missed out last year. Yeah, same here. I mean, it didn't help that every place to sell was selling them like four hundred fifty dollars a pop, but and they didn't um, last long when they were available. They were no, gone not in minutes. All. So they were like a top three. Yeah, sweater. Mm-hmm. They might have been the number one sweater. I don't remember. I think, I think it think, was. I think it was Colorado. It was co- yeah, and then I think the caps were right there too. That's gonna be a whole episode when the season starts, just talking about all the jerseys. <laughs> yeah, gonna sit Who's here doing a whole episode of that. <laughs> sitting here for three hours, just going bonus that episode. Lo- that one looks nice. Ooh, that one's nice. <laughs> just barely talking. Just ooh. I'll let you do my homework for that episode. Who's an Oz? Who's an Oz? Lou will actually be prepared. I'll, I'll, I'll seriously have detailed notes, probably. As you can see, the fibers here. Very, very exquisite. His background is the PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we are able to... To put PowerPoints here on Zoom, you know, once we get on uh, Twitch, we can we can have Lou uh, take over the, the official account here yeah. and you know pull up pull up the PowerPoint about uh, about the first retros. We don't even get to talk. It's just Lou. <laughs> okay, class, raise your hands. <laughs> All right. Next up here, we have the Canes loading up with some trades, and most notably. Um, Brent Burns and cool. Max Pacioretty because Vegas was tired of the shiny new toy of two years ago and decided <laughs> it was time to move on. Need that uh, gif of uh, Andy from Toy Story dropping, <laughs> dropping. Uh, Woody. Yeah, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> I'm glad they're both out of the division. Yeah. I'm tired I'm, of Burns of Max Petrati just kicking the duck's ass every. <laughs> and I'm so glad they went to the Hurricanes because, like, the Hurricanes went through like all of last year where they were so easy to hate because they had D'Angelo and like even Max Domi, you know. And now they got rid of both of them, and they bring in you know Brent Burns, who I like. I couldn't really root for him with the Sharks and everything, but him and Petrati. So the Canes, yeah, they, the Canes took a year off of being a fun team or a team that you want to root for, and now we're back on. So <laughs> they uh, they did the classic uh, big show heel turn from WWE, where he was a bad guy for a year, yeah. back to being the good guy. So give him a couple seasons, they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll do the they'll do the the heel turn back, and <laughs> we'll be back to disliking him. But you know, most notably out of that is like I said, Pacioretty and. It was Dylan Coglin was the other the yes. other guy that went with them. Yeah. For future considerations, you know, the yeah, good old for nothing pretty much. The yep. good old Mark Andre Fleury special. Um <laughs> now, even though he he wasn't traded for future considerations, he was just traded for some ECHL guy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it's just it's Vegas being Vegas again. Um kind of shooting themselves in the foot by going and getting the shiny new toy, giving them a shit ton of money. And then when the shiny, the shinier newest toy comes in, you know, you're on the chopping block next and Mm -hmm. it's starting to become a problem. Uh, 
you're not seeing many of the news sources reporting that guys are starting to get pissed off mm-hmm. signing in Vegas or you know saying that they don't want to sign there, but you got to figure at some point you're going to have one player that comes out right and just says, I, I don't want to go there because my, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't say they're going to come out and say, Oh, my career isn't safe there. But yeah, you know, if you're, you're a guy that's promised the sun and the moon to go to mm-hmm. Vegas and Hey, you know, this is going to be our year. This is going to be our shot. You know, we've loaded up. We've, we've yeah. got all this talent and then to fall short and then be a cap dump in two seasons. Yeah. That's, it's pretty rough. Uh, especially sometimes if it's a veteran guy, you know, they're, they might have family. They might be uprooting people to go and move to this new city. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, Hey, hey thanks. You know, we didn't yeah. do the thing we said we we're <laughs> going to do, but yeah. Yeah. They're a weird, they're a weird team just because like, I mean, everyone, all teams trade people, you know, it's a business and everything, you know, you can't really get too crazy, but like Vegas is just very different. <laughs> They it's go like, about it the wrong way. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like they just don't. They just don't. I, I guess I don't want to say they don't care because I clearly don't know what's going on there. But like it just, it's just weird how they treat their players. And it's kind of sad, especially when like guys are finding out they've been traded or whatever on Twitter. But <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. first, not from the GM. Call. Yeah, there's no phone call or anything. They found out on Twitter. Like that's just crazy. Does Jack Geico request a trade in a couple of years? <laughs> uh, I, I think things would have to go super sour. Like that's that's kind of the, the weird thing in the situation is it's not like they're going to get worse next year because mm-hmm. you're going to have Eichel at presumably full health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, full off season off from his neck being prepared. He can actually do a training camp now. Um, was it his thumb or his hand that he broke? Cause he broke something at the end of the year and they said he was playing with it. I think I it was his it thumb. Was, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was his thumb. So he's going to have a heel. He's going to have two functioning hands. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think they'll come out of the gate hot, but it's kind of a wild card now of, okay. So if they are just average next year, do they start trying to, you know, swing for the fences again and load up at a deadline because it's going to take crazy circumstances for them to not make the playoffs. Like, yeah. let's be real here. And especially in our division, like, yeah, <laughs> the Canucks are getting better. Calgary is kind of in a weird spot where yeah, they Jesus. might get incredibly worse, you know, <laughs> regarding Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, whatever happens with Kachuk and you know, LA is on the rise. Edmonton's going to be pretty good next year. You know, we might have a shot. Seattle, you know, they're not making they're going huge, to be good. They're not making huge splashes, but they've been drafting very well. Yeah. You know, you have a full season mm-hmm. of veneers. You might have Shane Wright in the lineup. Wright. Like there's going to be a lot of factors in the West. For, I'm know, excited. I'm excited to see veneers. Yeah. Start. Did playing. he get called up or is he still in the juniors? Um, I think he caught called up, didn't he? Like he played a couple didn't... games at the end of the yeah the end of the season. Excuse I want to say he played like a handful or something. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe a little more than that, but yeah, he did play a decent amount. I know he he was getting getting at least a point a game for a little bit there. Yeah, I think he only played in games down the stretch or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you got. 
teams that are getting younger and they seem to be the team that's getting older and yeah, maybe it's just kind of the old school mentality of, you know, let's, let's keep taking swings at this thing, but they seem like, you know, uh, an injury or two away from just kind of being okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then you also have to factor in, they're probably going to have maybe Brassois back to start the season. I don't even know if he's still their backup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but you have Leonard out to start the year at least for a month. I think they said like it's it's going to be a weird time for them. And yeah, their goaltending situation is going to be <laughs> it's going to be interesting to watch. It's Not just ideal. like you got to get to a point where it's like either stick with what you have and just try and make it work until you have the means to not just look like complete asses again. <laughs> because you know this is the this is the second guy that's. I wouldn't say a, a great character guy or anything. I, I really don't know much about Patrick's tendencies in the locker room. He seems like a great guy. He seems like a leader in that room, but it's like. Mm-hmm. He was Montreal's kick- captain for all those years. So. Yeah. Like, you know, you're kicking a guy who is a former captain to the curb and it's just like, it just doesn't look good. I mean, they got the other Montreal captain, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got that going for them. Yeah, but. they yeah, they're just they're just a weird team. But like with uh, you know, speaking of the Pacific, I think I'll be I think I'll be kind of upset if the Ducks finish worse than the Sharks. <laughs> I feel like we should at least be better than the Sharks and maybe Kraken this season. Yeah, at the very least, the Sharks. I think yeah. if anything, it'll be us. And Seattle kind of fighting for the bottom mm-hmm. or the bottom, but not the bottom bottom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I share that sentiment. If we're, if we're worse than the sharks then <laughs> yeah, there, there's some, there's some issues there. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver just... should be good forward wise, but I don't think their defense is. I don't even know who's their defense is. I just know they're not very good. And they're looking to improve too. You know, they mm-hmm. still might trade JT Miller. That's true, yeah. They're looking Taylor Myers out, which you know, Jim Benning's not around anymore to say, hell, oh, hell yeah, I'll, I'll retain 75%. <laughs> Tyler <laughs> Myers, Jesus. But like, it's, I don't know, it feels like a toss-up of, uh, you know, someone has to either knock them out or, <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to do it themselves. Like, Yeah, I just, I just Googled their defense. Quinn Hughes, Oliver ekman Larson. Tyler Myers, Travis Dermott, Luke Shin, and some guy named Kyle Burrows. Hmm. I don't know who that guy is, but <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they even still have Tyler Myers. Like he is, he's not good. <laughs> and he has a, a no trade clause. Yeah, well, that's why Jim Benning's not around anymore. <laughs> a modified Tim, a Tim, Tim team. No Everyone just needs to realize that if a player doesn't make it in Buffalo. They might not be very good. Yeah. You know, speaking of uh, teams taking chances on bad players from Buffalo, um, I think the talk of Twitter lately has been the Flyers because no one knows what in God's name Chuck Fletcher is doing. Um, I mean, where do you even, where do you even start with that? Um, 
Nick Delory, four years. Four oh years. Oh, my God. And I think they gave him a modified no trade. Did they sure? Really? I think they did, yeah. They did. I, I don't remember if it's modified or I'm if it's it right just now. a straight no trade. But Imagine. Modified. It's a a 20-team no trade list. <laughs> what? Oh, that's so stupid. Like but, I love I love Delorier, but come on. <laughs> you got that off the bat. Um, and then what Justin Justin Braun was the other one. Yeah. And then they brought in D'Angelo. Yeah, you have D'Angelo, which already is kind of hilarious because everyone pulls up his Instagram of him saying that his least favorite team was the Flyers. <laughs> um, they, um they brought and then out I, they bought out Oscar Limbaum. Yeah, you oh, have yeah, that. That's right. But the biggest thing being Chuck Fletcher apparently never talking to Johnny Gaudreau, even though they kind of seemed like the perfect landing spot for him. Yeah, he clearly wanted to go to Philly. Well, it's just common said he didn't. He just wanted to be closer to family. It's just I, I don't know. Like he <sighs> he 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 went up to the plate and struck up like he, he didn't not he not only did he strike out, but like he went up there and just looked at all three pitches. Yeah. <laughs> I he did a twenty twenty two angels at bat. <laughs> I just don't know what it is with GMs nowadays. Just and I say this as someone that for the longest time tried to just ignore what bob murray did and just be like okay he at least has smart people behind him saying hey draft this guy trade trade for this guy do this do that you know it got to the point where we couldn't defend him anymore because he was doing a lot of dumb shit and i feel for flyers fans because you know so many teams have made strides to look into analytics more Mm -hmm take things like that into account when they're making signings, when they're drafting players, you know, developing their players. But it seems like Fletcher's just stuck in trying to remake, you know, the broad street bullies The he wants to make the 2012 Kings try and work in this era of the NHL, which yeah. Teams have done it. Minnesota's been really good, and they play a hard, heavy-hitting style. Yeah. But they also have a great coach behind the bench and yeah. crazy you know, crazy talent on their team, whereas Philadelphia, you're kind of at this point where it's like, okay, Konechny's kind of regressed a little bit. He's on the trading it, block, apparently. Yeah, he yeah, he might get it's traded at some di- point. Pat, Pat, get on the phone with Chuck. <laughs> it just feels... It just feels like he's kind of he's kind of the new Peter Shirelli or Jim Benning. Mm. He's giving guys just shitty contracts for the sake of hey, we we you know we need a character guy in the room. And you know, I might get smacked for saying this about Nick Delorier, but it's like yeah, you, you will. You can't sign one of the most useless players in the league and be like, oh, you know what? We didn't need Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> like that's just that's just the most batshit logic i've ever heard it's just like maybe maybe i look too too much at 
Instagram and Twitter with all these people kind of throwing their opinions out there. Mm -hmm. But it just seems like there was so much with Gaudreau going to Philly. Like there was the story of him being closer to home and it it was just the, it was, it was the perfect match. Mm -hmm. And then just to have him be like, eh, yeah, uh, we, we, we didn't really make an attempt. Yeah. Delorier go boom. Pretty much. And then to be like, uh, yeah, you know, we really didn't want to make the space for him. That that seems like a bunch of work. It's like that that's like a third of your job. Yeah. And yeah, because they didn't they wanted to they were okay with getting rid of like JVR to clear up space, but but teams that were calling for JVR also wanted a first round pick and the Flyers didn't nope. want to yeah, Flyers didn't want to part with that. So <laughs> and I mean, that's a little understandable because at least at that point, it's like, okay, they they assume that they might be bad next year and their lottery odds could be high. Mm-hmm. If he just came out and said that, like, hey, you know, we might just be bad next year. I feel that goes a long way with the fans because at least you can set your expectations low. Like you know, what, what the Rangers did, they came out and said, hey, the next couple of seasons are going to be rough. Yeah. But stick with us. We're going to work through it. We're going to get better. Yeah, now look at them. Yeah, and you know, their fans. I mean, I'm not gonna say Ranger fans are great, and this may <laughs> cause some controversy, but they're assholes. <laughs> I know, I know a decent amount of good ones. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, I know more good ones than bad ones, but it's like you took a fan base like New York that is so in love with their teams. And you told them, hey, be patient with us. We know you're not patient, but just just this one time. And they're they've been rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. You have Panarin signs there. They, you know, make a run this year. They're you know, they didn't they lost like Cop and Vertrano and Strom and stuff, you know, this offseason, but like they're still poised to be pretty pretty decent next year. Like they might be in the same spot they were this year. But like they they rewarded their fan base by doing all the right things. And it just feels like Flyers fans kind of got the bird and <laughs> then were told that Santa Claus wasn't real. All like all on the same day. Like that does seem like a normal Philly experience though. Oh, well, with Santa, it's throwing batteries at them. <laughs> they did that, didn't they? Yep. At like an Eagles game or something. Yeah. Yep. Eagles fans scare me, man. Philadelphia fans in general are kind of, yeah, especially like Philly fans because you know how they have the bullpen at their ballpark, uh-huh. where like fans could just like walk and like harass the players. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to play play there have the visitor. <laughs> Not to spend any more time kicking the the dead horse here or anything, but it's just like you got to feel for them. Like, yeah. Hashtag free Philly or Flyer fans. <laughs> hashtag free Flyer fans. Like this, this is everything. You know what's happening in Philly is what everyone thinks happens with the Coyotes. Yeah, <laughs> like the same shit everyone gives the Coyotes fan base and team. You know, I've been things that you know you can kind of bag on the Coyotes for, but like, you know. Everything that's happening in Philly is what everyone's also been giving Coyotes fans shit for for exactly. years. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. 
All right. Lastly, the big thing that we have been saving, Johnny Gaudreau to Columbus. He <laughs> chose Ohio over everything. So he sure did. He mm-hmm. must be a fan of Nasher, which I respect. <laughs> I do love me some Nasher. <laughs> but out of all of the places he could have gone, chose he Columbus. To, he just wants to be in Nasher's videos. He clearly Sickening. watches the roller <laughs> hockey and just wants to go to Miha tournaments and play roller, which I respect. You got to stay in shape somehow. Yeah. I do like how people were saying that uh, since Philly couldn't land Goudreau, like they couldn't make it work, and the Devils pushed for him so hard. He grew up a Flyers fan, so I like how people were saying that if he couldn't go to the Flyers, he'd rather go anywhere else than New Jersey. And he kind of did. He went to Ohio. <laughs> Is he the first person ever to willingly want to go to Ohio? <laughs> Probably. Because that's weird, man. The Blue Jackets don't get players like that, like ever. They're going like, to be not, good. Yeah, yeah. Like not, not to come in and be like, hey, I want to play here. You know, like if they got traded there or something, whatever, or they got drafted there. But to actually be like, I'm choosing the Blue Jackets. Yeah. That's... Is he their biggest free agent signing ever? Probably. He's mm. up there. He's got to be. I mean, I I would have to look into that. But I mean, yeah. the only other one I could think of was maybe Bobrovsky, but he got traded, I thought. Yeah. What team did For he sure. get drafted by? You're, you're asking me to I don't know. dip into knowledge I don't know, Lewis. I don't know why <laughs> I want to say – I don't know why I want to say Philly. Um. I thought it was Philly. Philly, yeah. Oh, it was? Okay. No, See, he... We're clearly the experts here. We know everything that we, we talk do. about. We do. We <laughs> do. I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is one of those moves that it's kind of the thing you want to see in free agency. Um, you you got to feel happy for Blue Jackets fans. Um, <laughs> you know, having a guy that willingly wants to sign with your team yep. just is a good sign that things are going right with your team. Um, it, yeah, and now he gets to play with Line A? Well, uh, that's if they sign Line A. But, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Pre- Pre- presumably, Line A wants to stay, which that would be a hell of a line of Johnny setting up line a for yeah for one tease and shit like that that'd be pretty cool but i also think it goes to show that the blue jackets are kind of getting some more respect in the league Mm -hmm. uh because they're they've been pretty good about developing guys recently you know i I think orensky's probably the biggest one Mm -hmm. um it just got david yurisek did you say his name i think so yeah and i mean they had Two picks in that round came away with two great prospects. Who'd they get? The second one? I'm looking. Was it was it um uh, I thought I think that was the other one they got. I think so, yeah. Yeah, didn't um, Mateyuk. I just I love I love their goalie. Elvis. Elvis. I think that's the one spot they can get better. Yeah. But I also feel like they can run back another year of Elvis and Corpus Allo and still be mm. in decent shape. Yeah. Um, you know, they're 
They're the, the they're one of the teams in the Metro that's probably going to push for a wild card spot if every everything goes right. And I think, I mean, definitely adding a guy that had what a hundred and something points this year. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a that's a pretty good uh pretty good way of trying to trying to make your playoff chances better. They also did sign Eric or Branson to four years, four million a year. I like I'm I like him a lot. He might not. I mean, he's clearly. I not don't the like best. that contract for. No, him, no, no, not the contract. But and, the an, and a modified no movement. I don't know why I love that dude. Like when he was on the yeah, docks, that... he was like, I just loved him. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was easy to like him after we had to deal with Garnet Hathaway spitting on him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he kind of won people over because he wanted to f- literally murder Hathaway, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he he was the perfect player for for Sutter last year with Calgary. He was just that big guy that crunched people. Yeah. And I think, you know, every team's going to need guys like that, especially a young one like Columbus. I want to say they're probably one of the youngest teams in the league still. I know. I just saw a tweet about that too, about the youngest teams. I know the Ducks were like, they were in the top. They're like top five or six. Top five or six, yeah. It was like 20. 26 and a half or something like that was like average age but like signings like that are gonna happen um yeah it definitely is a very what the hell deal um who was it that wrote that in the athletic that was just one sentence and said (laughs) (laughs) oh damn who was that c minus uh like c minus something and then f yeah like f uh contract or whatever yeah, and all it said was, "What the hell are they thinking?" <laughs> so, like, I I get that, like that the money and the term is definitely terrible, but yeah, okay. Here, here's that tweet. The uh, based on the current rosters right now, the youngest team in the league, Columbus is the second youngest, only behind Buffalo. Yeah, like actually, I lied. They're pretty much tied because it's 25, almost tw- almost 26. The Ducks are on that list too. If I Ducks remember. are fifth at twenty six. Yeah, Ducks are fifth, and then uh, I was kind of surprised the Coyotes are eighth. I thought they were. Thought they would have been younger than that. Who who do they still have under contract from like all those dumps? Because didn't I know Beagle? He he who shall not be named is uh, off the off the they, books this season. And Kessel's off. I know they still have. I know they currently have Strawman on the team, I think, still. Yeah. And then Erickson and Roussel are gone as well, right? I believe so, yeah. And then they just got Cassian. Oh, I think they're retaining... i say that'll do it. <laughs> I think they're retaining OEL's contract. That Yeah, I think that's... I think they're doing that, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Columbus, though, they're gonna they're actually getting me to watch them next season. That's something. Willingly watching the Blue Jackets is yeah. like willingly traveling to Ohio. You know, just <laughs> the joke this... writes itself there. Hey, they switched their uh, shorts today though. Going from away red... from the red pants to the blue. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that their old reverse retro pants or shorts? I don't know if I it's think? the reverse retro ones or if they're just wearing the home pants just on the road because i know last season 
they did that for like the last like 20 games or something where all their road games are wearing the blue Mm -hmm. and no one noticed until like the end of the season where someone was like hey why are these pictures different they say like you know how like getty images Mm -hmm. has the date and stuff when you look up those pictures yeah like i remember seeing it where someone was just like why like these two pictures are a month apart what like what's different about them like something feels wrong here and then everyone's like oh they're they're wearing different colored pants yeah Reminds me of the avalanche switching the colors of their numbers and then the helmet. (laughs) I hate that. I hated it at first, but it it, grew on me. It grew on me, especially the especially at home. Like it looks good at home. It looks still a little funky on the road. It looks okay at home, but their way is just yeah. But like now when I see the blue numbers too. Yeah, blue numbers. Like now when I see their old look when they had the black helmets, it looks it looks bad. Yeah, just like, I wait, like no, this look. this is wrong. This shouldn't yeah. be like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up uh, any free agency news, unless there's anything else you guys want to touch on. I know we kind of briefly talked about to Chuck. I, I mean, that was kind of big today. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a recording, apparently, uh, According to Eric Francis on the radio, he said that uh, there might be a deal for Matt to Chuck sometime in the near future. Yeah, I think he said this week or something, didn't he? Like yeah, sometimes this week. He made it sound like it was it's in the works, which yeah. and I think he also meant it, it's, it was just his opinion. So yeah, have to take that with a grain of salt. I think. Yeah, if if he leaves, I I, I think we can pretty much dried off calgary as a playoff team this year um, yeah i think they would still just... be decent but yeah I think... that's just too big of a loss after losing goudreau and that would suck for flames fans that would be who's their even best player after that then it probably Elias is like lindholm? lindholm or magiapani oh yeah i forgot <laughs> about him yeah former duck killer sean monahan I'm surprised he's, he's still injured. There. I thought he was injured or something. Yeah, he was injured most of last year. They got a Milan Lucic still. Oh hey, God, he plays that crash and bang Daryl Sutter uh, style <laughs> of hockey. So hashtag he's, grit. He's gonna keep getting those uh those one year one mil deals as long as he's putting people through boards. <laughs> His grit per sixty is off the charts. <laughs> Don't look at his normal stats. Those don't matter. <laughs> no. Can he hit? Yes. Can he make bad man go boom? Yes. He's good in Daryl Sutter's eyes. Yeah. Does he have that dog in him? <laughs> sorry, I, I have to get that in every episode. Sorry. <laughs> it took too long, Lou. As I say, we got this far and oh, we got our first one. And honestly, outside of the free agency stuff and trades and all that, just a quick thing with the the PHF, the women's league. They are expanding to Montreal, so I thought that was pretty cool. Very cool. I think I you know we talked about it, but if the, if Montreal goes well, which it should, I mean, mm-hmm. the Toronto Six were a big deal, and yeah, yeah, you know, they're they kind of I wouldn't say they they helped put the women's game back on the map a little bit, but their arrival into Canada was, was huge. Mm-hmm. And I think adding a team in Montreal now and 
setting up to have like a perfect rivalry with them in Toronto mm-hmm. is going to do wonders for that league. Yeah. They usually stream on Twitch, huh? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're on ESPN Plus now, I think. Oh, are they? That's cool. Yeah. I think they just started last, last season. They were on ESPN. I remember ESPN+. watching them some games on Twitch. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just really hope that the NHL kind of puts their money where their mouth is and like actually take the steps to, yeah. to grow the women's game. At like, least one of the leagues, because you got the PHF and then you have the PWHPA that I guess is starting their own league soon. I keep hearing that they're they're ready to launch it. I just don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, we're blessed to have the the travel game that comes to Honda Center every year. Yeah. And, you know, those ex- exhibitions are always fun to watch. Um, yeah. And... It's just like you never hear anything about it, though, because it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, it happens every season out here. But then you immediately have all the Ducks preseason games on the goals rain at Honda Center and yeah. it just gets swept under the rug. And it's like a league, you know, we're going to have two leagues now. How, how are they both going to thrive under an NHL banner? Because the yeah. NHL wants to say that they're inclusive and oh, we want to grow the game so bad, but then it's just kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, go check this out. Uh, it's on, yeah. you know, it's on ESPN at 10 p.m. tonight, you know. Yeah. And Hope they... you're staying up to watch it. <laughs> and it's just like, that's not going to bring fans in because if you're not putting it in a prime, like, will the NHL realistically put it in a prime spot? No. That's just how the NHL operates. They mm-hmm. focus on their product, but it's like, you can't, be sitting back and saying oh we want to support the women's game we want to do this we want to do that and then just be like hey okay hey there's a game on like this random tuesday in february like <laughs> hope you guys tune in yeah like, that that's not enough yeah, and, and it, it just sucks because like they they don't want to intervene with two leagues they want them they want the leagues to figure it out themselves and then once there's one only one league then they said that they would help or whatever they jump in so I don't know. I just think they need to maybe start backing one of the leagues and then maybe that could force the two leagues to merge if they know that they have the NHL backing one of them and then kind of go from there and maybe that would help. I don't know, but it's just, it's taking too long. In my opinion, they should already, I don't know. It'd just be nice to see the women's league, whatever league that may be, have the same kind of uh, attention as like the WNBA does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's like we put the Olympics on such a high pedestal and everyone loves watching the Olympic play because I mean, the women's game in the last couple of years has been more entertaining than the men. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that that's probably just a factor. The NHL players have been for the men. Yeah, exactly. Like you haven't had NHL players. Mm-hmm. COVID kind of was weird because not a lot of the adult like male leagues were playing, but the women were still traveling and still doing things and kind of making the most of it just so they could have, you know, a season to even play and, you know, the ability to go and play overseas. Mm -hmm. But it's like those games have been, you know, incredible the last couple of years. Yeah. And it's just like we've been saying, the, the NHL doesn't want to step in you know, it doesn't surprise me because the NHL seems to not want to step in on a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. But 
it's just kind of one of those sad realities where it's like it's a great day for the women's game but it's going to be forgotten because there's no support for it yeah and from what i've seen you know the the women's game has a lot of fans it does yeah um and a lot of passionate fans too like lewis was saying when they when they were on twitch those games were always pretty jam-packed mm-hmm. like yeah, you know, it's nothing to scoff at watch, you know, seeing that 2000 people are watching, you know, a game that's being live streamed on Twitch. Like that's amazing. But yeah, they always got some good numbers on Twitch. It's uh, just it I just feel like it's just sitting there. It's waiting for, you know, a little boost. That's all it needs is a little boost and I don't know. I just I hope it can work out soon and hopefully this will uh, you know, this expansion into Montreal, hopefully it continues to expand in years to come because i i mean i would love to see a team in pittsburgh and maybe even come out west at some point if they if they can do it financially but because how cool would it be for a team to be like in orange county that would be fucking <laughs> right. awesome yeah that would and be a, team, a team here in phoenix would be cool you know they i'm not sure like attendance wise what they would need like the size of a building but you know, if everything works out with the Coyotes in their new arena, they're going to have a, a community rink right next to it. I'm not sure what the capacity will be, but I mean, you could always put them there. You know, they'd be right next to the the, the big arena and maybe have bigger games in the NHL size arena. Yep. I'd say Seattle's probably the one that takes the jump and wants to get an expansion out there next. Yeah, that would be cool. Because too. their practice facility is beautiful. The Iceplex, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the rinks that are popping up, nowadays are kind of in the style of like what great park is where Mm -hmm. it's you know a big multi-sheet facility that kind of serves as like the hq for everything yeah you could easily put another team in seattle and i I feel like seattle has held true to their core values you know they've they've been champions of promoting equality doing things with pride, doing all of that. I think that they probably are like the next city that takes that jump and is like, Hey, you know what, if we're going to be serious about growing this, like Mm -hmm. let's put another team out here. Like I'd love a team in California. That'd be really cool. Um, Palm Springs. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's worse places to play. And then Um, I wouldn't, and then I wouldn't be surprised if even Vegas got in on it, if it started to grow, you know, they're, they're getting everything there now ever since the Knights went there. (laughs) Um, they got the Raiders. They might be getting the A's. Like Vegas is slowly becoming a sports. And I guess they're getting NBA in a couple, couple. Yeah, years. that's where they want. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, like with a team in Orange County, I think who is it? Um, Kayla Barnes. She used to play for the Lady Ducks, I think. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. she plays for you know she made Team USA, and I think she plays in the PWHPA. So I mean, if you expanded out there you know that'd be kind of cool to see her have a chance to play in a pro league like that and be home too you know and kind of be an easy sell for the local area it yeah it seems like hillary knight's always in orange county yeah you know, <laughs> i mean she just did a bunch of lady deck practices over at yeah. anaheim and i think also at great park oh really like she's you know I mean, she's one of the most decorated players in the game, so it's mm-hmm. easy for her to kind of be that champion of, you know, of momentum of trying to get the game growing. Yeah. But when you have support like that from your own players, like you, you hope that at some point it gets the attention of the people in charge. Mm-hmm. You know? 
whether it's Gary or anybody in the you know front offices of the NHL, but like at some point, someone's got to do something to do it because <laughs> you know the game's only going to thrive with more support and more established support. Yeah, because with how with how or like where it's at now, they just don't get the support that they need. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I love. Uh, I'm a big Buffalo Buttes fan, so they had a really cool outdoor game last year. Did you guys see that, or at I least hear about it? I didn't watch it, I but I, I, I remember it. seeing it. Yeah, that was that seemed pretty cool. So hopefully they can continue with that. Maybe some cool outdoor festivities. All right. So I guess this is the part of the show where we'll move into some uh, listener questions that have been uh, waiting in the Discord for us uh, <laughs> for the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to start off with kind of an easy... Maybe for me and Lou, we're the, the locals. Um but our pal and V Perk asks, what excites us about OC Vibe? Just the fact that once it's built, we're probably getting an all-star game in a draft. It yeah, seems that, like, that's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm... And plus, like, all the restaurants and stuff that'll be... You mean you don't the- like only having JT Schmidt's right there? <laughs> or eating freaking... Honda Center pretzels. Hey, don't like the DC pretzel. Overpriced California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> okay, hey, yeah. <laughs> California Pizza Kitchen's pretty decent. It's, it is. It's it good. is really good. It's good. It's just. It's expensive. Yeah, it's I think expensive. it was like. I think it was like twenty-seven bucks just to get like a personal pizza and a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it's like thirty-five. Is it? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I'd rather overpay for some decent pizza and not take the 50-50 gamble <laughs> of eating one of the boiled hot dogs. That's just me. I've had some bad yeah. experiences in the last year, so you know, I kind of feel like uh, you can't have uh, too many good options to eat at Honda Center. Yeah, I think the big thing is the parking is going to kind of be a mess with how the blueprints and how like the drawings look, but it will be nice to have more space. Cause I kind of feel like at this point, if you show up to a game late, you're just kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, you're either parking by the Phoenix club or you're parking way down the street, you know, trying to hide in the, the parking lot by the Cinemark or lazy dog or mm-hmm. whatnot, or, you know, you're parking in one of the side lots by the bank or the buildings that are right there down the, you know, down Catella. I'm hoping mm-hmm. having structures in different spots going to help kind of alleviate that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seen though, because it looks like they want to combine and kind of make like the cross street like connect to the like where the arctic station goes yeah they're supposed like, to have like a pedestrian walkway or something over there i can just imagine that might be a little bit of a mess construction wise especially knowing how fast construction here in california happens <laughs> um that just doesn't seem like something that's gonna uh gonna be fixed uh or built very quickly you know yeah and 
I'm interested to see what's part of the first phase because I remember reading, I don't know if it's changed by now, but I remember uh, reading that phase one is supposed to be finished by 2024. Yeah, and I think that got pushed back. I don't think it got pushed back like, I don't think it got pushed back a year. I think it's still 2024. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it like went the from, year? it went from like beginning to end of okay. the year. Yeah, Some, it was something like that. It was something minor. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know it, it's supposed to be completely finished by 2028 for the, uh, the Olympics there in LA. That, oh, yeah, that so, would be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it summer or winter? I guess it would be summer. Olympics. Summer. Yeah. Cause I yeah. think Honda center is going to hold the volleyball stuff. And probably basketball too. huh? Yeah. That'd be cool. be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at the OC Vibe website. So apparently they're going to have 30 plus restaurant concepts and they're also going to have a food hall. So that's kind of cool. I just but, hope that it kind of livens up that area. Um, yeah. Because it does kind of feel weird like going, I mean, I'm not one that cares about the atmosphere because most of the time I'm just going to a game just to have fun for a couple hours and have a few beers, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It is kind of, it is kind of weird kind of just walking on a random street just to get to the <laughs> arena, you know? Right. Yeah. Because like when you go to Staples, you have LA live around the era, like mm-hmm. the area, like Figueroa streets, a pretty, it's a pretty busy area of LA, but like there's stuff around it that kind of makes like the atmosphere of mm-hmm. Staples where it just feels like you kind of walk up to Honda Center and it's just like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, we're here. Game starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as like an outsider too, like since I won't be able to enjoy it as much when I do go there, what I'm most excited for is probably just like the game day experience. Once it's all finished, like I'm sure the Ducks will take advantage of of the space they have and kind of turn it into a whole thing, hopefully you know, where there's a lot of stuff going on outside. And if you're in the area, you know, a Ducks game is happening tonight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not and, just, it's not just like, Oh, Hey, why are all these cars here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is half of Catella shut down? With, yeah. You know, police flares. Like you want yeah. it to, you want people to like people out of town or the people that don't follow the team to be like, well, you know, why is it so popping tonight? Why, mm-hmm. you know, why are there people everywhere? Like <laughs> you just want that vibe of like oh shit there's something happening not just oh hey there's a bunch of people over there wondering what's going on (laughs) yeah and it'd also be nice to have you know like we talked about the restaurants and stuff it'll be nice to be able to have like a have dinner before the game or something and you're 10 feet away 20 feet away from the door (laughs) you know yeah you're not having to i don't have to get in your car yeah yeah you don't have to pay for parking somewhere and walk or you don't have to go to lazy dog or someplace before yeah and then go down yeah i love lazy dog but i mean you still have to get in your car when you're done and drive over to honda center or wherever you're parking (laughs) i mean you can test fate and hope that the uh security guard doesn't see you and you just you just run over (laughs) we've done that a few times There's one time the guy was like, hey, you can't do that. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go get our keys. We'll be right back. And we just <laughs> we just walked to Honda Center like, hey, fuck that. Yeah. You All said right. Lazy Dog, and it made me think of our adventure at Lazy Dog. <laughs> Jesus, Lou. Your, your adventure to the supply closet? I, to this day, I still cannot believe that was real. Like, that was a real night that happened in my life. <laughs> All right, we might as well tell it. 
So like, you uh, have to. So me, Chris, Jenny, and Connor. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, Connor, it was Connor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all went to a Ducks game, and then we were like, "Let's go to a Lazy Dog after the game." <laughs> and we've been drinking, obviously, and uh, had a nature called, so I had to go to the restroom and uh, <laughs> didn't know really where I was going. Opened up a door and uh, walked into a supply closet. Yeah, and I just so <laughs> happened, like, I was sitting at the table for a little bit. Lou was gone for me, like, five minutes. I'm like, you know what? I got to go, too. <laughs> and I, I don't know. The timing was just perfect. I just happened to walk in the bathroom at the yeah, same yeah, time. I, I, yeah, I was, I was walking out of the bathroom or trying to find yeah. an exit. I was walking in the bathroom at the same time Lou was opening up the supply closet. <laughs> and i'm just like what are you doing lou and like i walked in and he's like oh i thought that was the exit and i was just just as i'm going to the bathroom i'm just laughing but i'm trying to hold it in because there's a guy next to me <laughs> so i'm just standing there going to the bathroom shaking because i'm trying to hold in my laugh <laughs> oh, oh and then and then and then i had like a burger and they had like a toothpick stuck to it <laughs> <laughs> And like I had fries too, and like I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing, and I was chomping on the, on the on the toothpick, and I was like, I was thinking to myself, why isn't this, why isn't this French fry like, getting mushy, and I was like, oh well, that's a toothpick, just the teeth marks and that damn stick, dude. Like, <laughs> we're going to town on that thing. Ah, oh, that was a night. It's okay, Lou. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> sure does. I can't go to Lazy Dog now without just looking at the bathroom. <laughs> well, no, just I know where the blue. exit is. <sighs> All right. So next, uh, from our pal Shant, man, aka Desert Shark in the Discord, he asks: Buy, sell, or rent our hated teams. So he lists the Golden Knights, the Flames, and our favorite. I'm assuming what he's asking is you cut whether out for we. A second. No, I cut out. Yeah. What part of the question do you guys need me to repeat? I think you didn't say the third team. Oh, it was our it was our favorite, the the Nashville Predators. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming what he is asking is one team that we would buy and presumably be the owner of team that we would most definitely sell and a team that we would just kind of be the landlord for. All right. Uh, go ahead, Lou. You can go first. You go first. This is a hard one. Okay. Damn it, Sean. <laughs> Let's see. Bye. I think I'd buy the Golden Knights. That's kind of where my head's at because yeah. they, they definitely seem the most profitable. Yeah, and uh, just the location and everything. It seems like a, seems like a win all around there. Uh, rent would be Flames and Sell would be Predators. <laughs> I want yeah. nothing to do with that team. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going buy Flames I, if I have to. Lose a country boy. Buy the flames, rent Vegas, I guess, and I, I don't want nothing to do with Nashville. So yeah, 
they could we're on they the same page bye-bye. with that one they go bye-bye <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm on the same page as you, Chris. I would buy Vegas just because they seem like most most potential for profit there. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of indifferent to the Flames now. Uh, I don't hate them like I did, and I think that's just because they've been good for a while, and we've been bad for a while. So like, there's not that meme anymore of like beating them at Honda Center. Yeah. I mean, it's still funny when it happens because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're losing to a bad team, but I don't know. There's not much animosity there any anymore with the Flames, so it's just kind of like I feel impartial, and I, I I've made my my feelings on the Predators many times, and I don't feel like being here for an extra fifteen minutes just <laughs> talking about how much I hate them. But yeah. you know, it it just I think one of these days they're going to be bad enough to where they'll probably get sold in real life and not just in a hypothetical situation. Yeah. Um, but you know, a man can hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one wants to hear us talk about the Preds for like 15 to 20 straight minutes. And it's just That'll, nothing but swear words. <laughs> we'll have to have a lore episode where we talk about just where, Ooh. where, where all that started. Yeah. Because there, there's some things I look back on now because I've, <laughs> I've kind of taken a backseat on Twitter. I'm not on as much mm-hmm. as I as I used to. Um, but there are some times that I think back on where it's like, you know, I said some things that probably shouldn't have said. Yeah, I stuck but... my nose into some things <laughs> <laughs> that maybe I shouldn't have. But uh, yeah, same same here. I haven't really done. I'm not looking for that stuff anymore. I kind of, ever since the ducks started getting pretty bad, I was just like, all right, I'll just, I'll take a seat. We it's, don't it's really hard. have any room to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of hard. I mean, it is fun. You get the occasional one where it's just kind of, it feels like a layup, but it's just like, <laughs> you can't really go around and be like talking shit on people. And yeah, you know, you're trotting out Jerry Mayhew, <laughs> Derek Grant line one, but Except Derek Detroit Grant. fans, you could always dunk on Detroit fans. Same with the Sharks. We can kind of go at the Sharks a lot. Yeah, but it's like it's like the it reminds me of the the scene from SpongeBob where the two boxes are fighting. <laughs> Except yeah, I just I just picture it instead of boxes, it's two trash cans like being <laughs> rammed into each other. Yeah. Oh jeez. All right. Um, good guy Gus also from the Discord asks if we could have a job with the ducks, what would it be? Bill, you want to take that one? Uh uniform designer. That's a good one. Uh first thing I would do is stop having the web D as the primary. On the shoulder or are you ditching it completely? I'm just throwing it in the garbage can. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. I do I think it would be a good secondary logo. Yeah, it's a good alternate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it we need the Mighty Duck back. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> I feel like Smoot has the right idea of making it primarily a shoulder patch and then mm-hmm. doing kind of like a heritage jersey with it. Um, yeah. Even though I feel like if they were ever to do heritage, it would be it needs Mighty- to be full in yeah, full Mighty Duck. It's yeah. either going to be full Mighty Duck or it's going to be the 07 word mark era uniform. Yeah. I, I just, 
I feel like if they ever were to ditch the D logo, which it doesn't seem like it's a thing that the Samwellies want to do. Yeah, um, I think they've put too much money into that brand. Well, not only that, but you have everything outside of the team itself is branded with it. Mm-hmm. Like the rinks are branded with it. Yeah. There's just so much that they do with it that it's like you can't really get away with it unless you want to put the resources in to just overhauling everything. Yeah. And that is true. I never really thought about that. You could do that, but it's just I don't know. I, I've kind of accepted the fate that we're only going to get Mighty Duck sparingly unless, you know, just one day someone wakes up and is just like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. We're we're going back. Yeah. I do feel like it's only a matter of time before the orange third jerseys are at least the home jersey. And maybe we get a cool road jersey to go with it. And then but I don't I don't see the the web D getting ditched completely. No. It's it's yeah. gonna be there, whether it's the primary or a secondary logo. Yeah. I hope they do like the what the coyotes are doing. Put the coyote head as a yeah. third. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, because... the coyotes ditched that now. Oh, they don't have the coyote head anymore? No, it's going to be completely dead. Ooh. All I mean, there's There's worse things that they could do. They could bring <laughs> back the running coyote jersey. Those? <laughs> I, okay. It was, I, I, it was fine. I don't know what it is about like weird jerseys like that. But I almost respect people that buy jerseys like that more than mm-hmm. I do people that buy like the normal ones. Yeah. And I but think the- it's just I think it's just because it's like the precedent of like knowing that you're buying an ugly jersey. <laughs> like, like the buffa slug. Yeah, yeah, like the buffa yeah. slug, you know. I love the Pooh Bear jersey. Same. Oh, but that, that's talk that's to a- any Bruins fan and they pretty like- much just shit on it. Yeah, that's like the Islanders too with the fishermen. Yeah, that's how people are with the Wild Wing one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all great examples of like jerseys that now we look back at and we're like, oh hell yeah, those are sick. Like those are so cool. <laughs> it's like cool to own those now. Yeah. Whereas like when they first came out, or you know, through the tenure of the team wearing them, everyone's just like, ah, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I like I said, I I hold those in higher regard because it's just like, it's just. It's so bad that like you gotta you gotta appreciate that someone was like you know what? no I'm sticking with this 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 is this is what I want yeah and I actually got the Buffalo Slug jersey uh, I think it was either the the first year they had it or the second I remember going to visit family in Buffalo going to the mall and grabbing one <laughs> so I still have it somewhere you got to find it you got to find it and take pictures for us <laughs> Alice had some real bad ones in the. 2000s. Did you say the stars? Yeah. Yeah. The Mooderous. It's got the no, Mooderous. I, I kind of like that one, actually. Really? <laughs> the yeah, fo- it's like it's like bad. It's kind of good. You got the like fo- the Dallas one, you know, like the Dallas. The football uh, one. Yeah. The football looking one. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that one. <sighs> so what job would you want, Chris? I think I would be I think it'd be cool to be a scout just for the traveling purposes, you know, and being able to watch hockey like everywhere and see different players, different arenas, different cities. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Getting paid to travel would be pretty, pretty sick. Yeah. Get to go to all the different cities. Yeah. I almost feel like it would have kind of like 
I wouldn't say like a secret agent vibe to it, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like, oh, I'm getting sent on like, I'm getting set on this trip to like recon a little yeah. bit. I don't know. Yeah. Just take maybe, your job way too seriously. Yeah. Maybe that's just like the man brain inside me. Yeah. Just like, oh, hell yeah. Always wearing, always wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you know, it's, uh, it's snowing outside and it's dark. Why are you wearing sunglasses in here? just plead ignorance at that point and just be like oh, I'm, I'm not from here yeah no. <laughs> no, 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 no. so let's see i i kind of have a hard time thinking about this because i mean technically i work for the ducks already mm-hmm. i kind of feel like i don't know i've gotten my fair share of the operation side of things getting getting to drive the zam and all that mm-hmm I almost feel like being being like an equipment manager would be cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would be a great one. Um, <laughs> but it just seems like a fun a fun thing to do. Kind of be in charge of, you know, sharpening skates, getting guys sticks and stuff. Yeah. It, that that part of that part of hockey's always interests me. Like guys being like super particular about stick curves and random shit like that it, it just goes to show that like in a in a sport like this that is pretty uniform with like how things are done you know guys still can kind of be little little bit of an individual out there and kind of do things i mean i also say that as a goalie who loves you know when goalies are posting their masks for the season and stuff Oh yeah, I'm such a goalie mask nerd, dude. I mean, as long as it's not a Dave Art mask, I'm pretty <laughs> I pretty much love all the ones that come out, but yeah. I mean, that's that's more of a personal preference thing. I don't think you need lightning bolts on on a on a duck mask. But... No. Yeah, equipment manager would be pretty good. That's a good choice. I was waiting for you to say mascot. I think that bridge has been crossed. I, I think when you tweet about wanting to eat the mascot, that that kind of that kind of disqualifies you from the job. So as much as I'd love to run around in the wild wing suit, I don't yeah. think that would happen. But hey, you never know. Yep. I mean you have it seems like we're in the age of mascots just doing things to piss off people on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. You saw what the, the Braves mascot did yesterday? Mm-mm. No. So at the home run derby, um, they had all the mascots running around, kind of like they do at the, the NHL All-Star game yeah. where they're just running through the arena and whatnot. And since it's at Dodger Stadium, uh, he took a picture next to the uh, World Series ring oh. in, in the outfield pavilion. Mm-hmm. And his tweet was like coded out where some letters were capitalized. So it spelled out Mickey Mouse in the tweet. <laughs> Like that seems like I mean, granted, that's probably someone that's in charge of the account doing that, but it's yeah. still funny seeing stuff like that coming from a mascot's like <laughs> yeah. because it's always like a verified account too. Like yeah, exactly. It's one thing to have you know like the parody accounts of the world that you know go on there just to be wacky and all over the place, but to actually have someone that's like paid to sit there and roast other teams for, you know, a fuzzy mascot, like, you know, I, I might change my answer. I, I'd be the Twitter person for, for wild wing. There you go. I seem like, <laughs> I, I feel like I would do well doing that. 
You're just in Twitter jail like every other day. <laughs> hey, what happened to Wild Wing? Sorry, guys. I got into it with a couple fans. So the account's going to be... Count's going to be locked for, I think it said three days. <laughs> it's the third time this week. I told someone to eat glass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be if I was in charge of that. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So the last one we have, this, one, this one's going to require some thinking. So FCL22, also, I keep saying from the Discord, um, kind of plugging that we have a Discord. Uh, yeah, join guys, it. If you guys have been listening to us, you know that we plug it pretty much every episode. Um, but FCL asks, if we could start a new team in the NHL, where would we locate it? What would the name be? And what would their mascot look like if we're feeling so inclined to be that specific and creative? I think I would go my first thought was Portland uh, Oregon Mm -hmm. you know automatic uh, rivalry with Seattle there I think that'd be pretty cool Um, name of the team that one's gonna be tough but for it probably wouldn't work for like an NHL team. Maybe if it was like a AHL or ECHL, but something like along the lines of like a lumberjack. <laughs> I mean, it fits the it fits the the bill of where you're putting the team. Yeah, it's not not a bad option. Yeah, I mean, there certainly have been worse, less creative names. Yeah, in sports before. They're really big on beer there, so maybe the hops. <laughs> <laughs> see i think the only issue with that is if you have like a little hop as like your mascot people mm-hmm. might think he's a weed nug a weed nug, <laughs> a weed nug. <laughs> i just i don't know i i i could see i could see that wouldn't go over well actually now that i'm thinking about it more i think they have a, a minor league team in portland called the hops <laughs> i think Wait, they do it does sound like a minor league team we mm-hmm. gotta look this up so that might be out. So we're back with Lumberjacks here. But obviously, if it's the Lumberjacks, um, the mascot's definitely going to look like a Lumberjack. <laughs> pretty, pretty simple there. You got to make them have, like, eyes that are pointed different directions. Like, if you're going to go all out with it, like, yeah. you have to have, like, the crazy Lumberjack. Yeah. Color wise, I think you got to go. I'll throw in the colors there. Let's see. Maybe some red because it's the Rose City. And then, I don't know, maybe kind of look like uh, their soccer team, the Portland Timbers. It's kind of along the same lines there. Timbers, you know, Lumberjacks kind of. So maybe like a red, maybe a dark green with some red in there big old lumberjack mascot <laughs> i mean cross eyes like i said there's certainly worse names to choose yeah so that's me <laughs> you want to go lou or you want me to go uh let's see uh salt lake city who that's All good. Them, salt lake city salt teams 
going with the going with the Salt Lake Lakes theme. The mascot of just a big ass salt shaker. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say cracker. This is a guy with his in a big square box and just his head poking out it's the front. Big saltine cracker. <laughs> so, so the Salt Lake City saltines. Salt shaker for the for a mascot. <laughs> For the inaugural game, you got to get salt bay to do the. There, drop. there you go. There you go. Look at Lou. He's thinking even further down the road. There, that's that's a good I one. I was baked. I, I I think I told you guys this like last summer when I was just like baked, and I was like, <laughs> "Dude, this should happen." No, but it, um, <laughs> um, the colors would be like the you know the Jazz Mountain, the Utah Jazz Mountain uniforms. Yeah, mm-hmm. those colors. Oh, that would be hot. Just with the saltine cracker on the front. <laughs> Big cracker. Big ass cracker. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Or the Salt Lake City Lakes or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's just we'll come up with the name at the later time. I mean, as long as you have as long as you break ground at a place, I think the name could come after. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know what this the silver knights were going to be for a while and they start <laughs> yeah. building an arena and they're just like oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a team there yeah i mean they do the same thing with palm springs yeah that's true as long as you have the place to build it then <laughs> they'll come eventually so in my thinking i see it either you need another canadian team mm-hmm or you need another team in the south, which kind of contradicts me wanting the Predators to disappear forever. But I'm trying to think, I, I think I'd probably go more Canada mm-hmm. just because the more chaos you have up there, the better. Because Saskatoon, I mean. I feel like you want to go probably more Western. So mm-hmm. Saskatoon might be an option. Cause I think it Saskatoon's Western. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, all I know is I had a friend that described uh, Alberta and uh, as a whole as just kind of being like the Alabama of Canada. <laughs> so my geography when it comes to Canada is you have Alabama above us and <laughs> Than a bunch of rich cities in the east, and that's it. So, yeah. oh, British Columbia is, yeah, then Vancouver. I don't know, yeah, why. yeah, okay, you can't forget that because Vancouver, Vancouver is very nice. Yeah, if this country crumbles, I'm probably going to Vancouver, <laughs> isn't a bad option. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> um, I think the easy one everyone always says is Quebec, but I won't mm. go there because if he's put anything that isn't the Nordiques in Quebec, I'm pretty sure your team would just, the arena would get burned down. Probably. Yeah. I think probably go the route you did and add a team to be a rival somewhere. And Mm -hmm. the next logical choice is Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. They always talk about, um, yeah, there is an episode of the Steve Dangle podcast. I remember listening to, and they're talking about how, if you ever had to expand, 
within Canada, that seems like the next logical place because you want to pull from a big market like Toronto. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to bring back the Nordiques, you know, don't put anything in Montreal because that's, you know, Alps country. That's, that's just sacrilege up there if you don't yeah. bring them back. But I'm trying to think like Hamilton would be a good spot though. Cause I mean, a couple uh, NHL teams that were threatened with relocation have almost like Hamilton was in the cards. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. Cause it's always Hamilton, Houston or Quebec. It's yeah. like one of those three all the time. Mm-hmm. And then Hamilton have just have an outdoor game too. Yeah. They had yep. uh, one Sabres of the Sabres Leafs. That... Yeah. They had that one, and then they had the uh, the Hamilton Bulldogs because McTavish played in right, like a yeah. game like a couple nights after or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I kind of regret not saying Alaska now. Actually, Alaska would be cool. Mm-hmm. The the Aces haven't been there for a while, so like, yeah. Do you have? I mean, would you have a market? That's the only. That's kind yeah. of the only thing. But I mean. No one owns the branding for the Aces anymore. You could always just be the Aces in the NHL. <laughs> yeah. But with Hamilton, you can't be the Bulldogs because that team already exists. I almost feel like you have to kind of go the route of like some sort of like either like animal that's held in high regard in Canada or some mm-hmm. sort of like working class job. Like you chose lumberjack. And yeah. I think that fits kind of like, cause they're like known for the steel, like steel city, right? They're like, yeah. So maybe something along those lines too. I'm having a hard time with this. I kind of knew what city I was going with. You know, we've, <laughs> we've only had this in the notes and on the discord <laughs> for two weeks now, but <laughs> shit. Just be the Steelers. Yeah. I feel like you just go like you should just go off the wall and be like the polar bears or something. <laughs> the bears. Because you never have too many bear teams. Yeah, that's true. Because there are a lot of bears in the world. <laughs> there is no It'd bear be... team in the NHL either. The Bruins. Bruins but... and yeah, you could... yeah. Bruins and you could probably like say Minnesota too, because their logo is essentially kind of, a bear head yeah I thought they it was never a really they never have really said it is but you can kind of tell it's a bear i thought it was a wolf no nah. are you sure i mean if you look a... at it and think of a bear it definitely right. fits well, <laughs> we to need to up. we need to take the wild ownership to to maury and get a parent test on nordy <laughs> see what he is what's yeah, i guess it does look like a bear <laughs> <laughs> um shit yeah it's a bear you're right. I feel like, and this is just coming from someone that likes penguins. I think you could do like the puffins. That'd be puffins, pretty cool. Yeah. Just like some <laughs> random bird, like them or the dodos. I'm actually Googling like cool Hamilton, Ontario, any like <laughs> hockey names. And the first thing that came up were the tigers. I mean, that wouldn't be terrible. It's just like what color scheme would fit with a team like the tigers. Yeah, you you wouldn't want them to be yellow and black. And you wouldn't want them to be any sort of orange because mm-hmm. then you'd have Islanders fans and Flyers fans definitely Flyers. acting like they patent the color orange. 
<laughs> this this episode is just trashing like the flyers every, <laughs> every chance we get. Well, this episode will just be named uh, something based off of Philadelphia. No fly zone. I, that'd be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to say Puffins. Okay, cool. That'd be pretty cool. Do Actually, like, I do like that name. Mm-hmm. Do like uh, black and white jerseys, orange helmets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we Isn't go. there a beer league team named the Puffins? That was uh that was the team that Blake used to play on. Their yep. roller their roller team was the Puffins. Oh. That's what I was thinking. Like if the the PHF ever uh, went to Pittsburgh to be similar to like the NHL team, I always was thinking they could be called the Puffins. It wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Pittsburgh would be very like you ha- you can't do anything that is related to the Steelers or Penguins in any manner. <laughs> mine don't steal (laughs) mine (laughs) don't steal well that uh that does it for questions that we have for this episode um is there anything guys want to end the episode with any thoughts uh one last parting shot at the flyers if you have have one uh no but suck it philly suck it philly um I actually saw Steelheads now as a name, and that's kind of cool for Hamilton. But anyway, <laughs> but they you you have the uh, Idaho. You have Idaho. And, yeah. I mean, the last thing you need is uh, another name lawsuit, like when the Knights were coming in. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's yeah. the day we should have known that the uh, <laughs> the Knights were cursed. Was when the the military comes in and it's just like hey uh we kind of have this copyright like fuck <laughs> off hey how about no <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty much it uh all that's really left to say is to make sure you're following us on uh twitter and uh instagram at uh, late arrivals pod it's the same on both of those and if you're listening on spotify to make sure you uh rate us you can't leave uh, reviews on Spotify, huh? No, I think that's only an Apple thing. Yeah, so Spotify, make sure you leave us a rating. Um, Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and uh, a review. We like to read them. They're very nice. We have a handful so far, so if you want to add to it, and maybe we'll at some point maybe read some that are that we like or we find funny or something. Down so, the road, I'm going to piss someone off with my food takes when we get to them. <laughs> maybe we just read the bad ones. I don't know. Like, <laughs> That could be fun. We could. Just we haven't really speak. gotten a food question yet, so yeah, that's true. I haven't had a chance to ruffle. I feel like a food episode is gonna have to be um, like a specific thing where we're just gonna have to have Lou fire off a bunch of bunch of takes, and we all sit here and just be like, "Why? Why are you the way you are, Lou?" Just drinking. Just rank them <laughs> one through ten, like yeah. the best worst take to the absolute worst yeah <laughs> we'll print out little scorecards just to hold up a number <laughs> <laughs> well but yeah so i mean follow other... us there follow yeah. us on i think we could make it to where they can follow us on podbean as well right yeah so that was an option on podbean yep we're on that now you can find all of our episodes on there um make sure you're following us on twitch we're gonna use that next week <laughs> We said this week, but it's 
Hopefully next week. Hopefully next week. It should be good to go. And uh, join the Discord. And, yeah, join uh, the Discord. Hope that Lou doesn't uh, say that coffee tastes like some thing, something swamp terrible. Water? Mississippi swamp water? <laughs> swamp water, yeah, I don't know. Know what kind of coffee you're drinking, Lou? But <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I yeah. mean, you, you why, said... why do people like coffee? Let, let's just start pissing people off right now. Why <laughs> well, do you're people gonna like piss coffee? me off, Lou? <laughs> what, what is the benefit of drinking coffee? It's good. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I like the taste. Well, you it... like the taste of fast. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it literally does nothing for me. It doesn't give me energy. It doesn't. Like I can drink it late at night because it doesn't prevent me from going to sleep. So I, I just drink it for the taste. Sorry, well, Lou. You do you, I guess, huh? <laughs> He's just built different, Lewis. Just, just built different. <laughs> just... <laughs> All yeah, right. If, if you follow, if you go on our Twitter, you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We have our uh, link tree in our bio, and you can follow everything right there. It takes you to all of our platforms that we're on and all that stuff. So follow us everywhere rate us review us do the whole thing tell lewis he's wrong about something please please be on my side of the coffee thing because i feel (laughs) very alone right now (laughs) all right well that's all for us here um yeah thank you guys for tuning in hope that uh guys enjoy us being back uh like chris said we're gonna try and be on twitch next week uh didn't quite get to it this week it's still taking a little bit to kind of set that all up um but we should be good to go next week should have connor back next week so we'll have a lot four of us on the call and yeah you know hope you guys enjoy thank you very much thank you